And he was brilliant. He was wrong with because you have the etiquette, then you know, meant to say as well. But he came out and went, hello, Mitch. Uh, Mitch. Hello, hello, Phil. No, he wasn't like that. But yeah, he called me Mitch and was incredible. Welcome to our latest episode of Wearing the Red and Green. In this podcast, I speak to our former goalkeeper and longest serving player, Kevin Mitchell. The word legend is often overused in football, but I can honestly say that Mitch was a red and green legend. We discuss FA Cup runs, his man of the match performance against Red Star Belgrade, his royal testimonial, pre-match rituals down the pub, his refusal to get married on a Saturday during the football season, plus much, much more. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome, Mitch, to the podcast. Oh, thank you very much, Michael. It's thank a you. Genuinely, genuinely, it's fantastic to have you on. And I know that since I put this out there that we're going to be speaking to you, so many supporters are genuinely excited about this episode. Oh, dear me. I'm not sure if that's more about me or more about you, but they're genuinely excited. I should think it's probably more about you. <laughs> anyway. I very much doubt it. Yeah. I very much doubt it. Now, I want to start by rewinding the clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to August 1979, Mm -hmm. an 18-year-old Kevin Mitchell Mm -hmm. has received a call, potentially a carrier pigeon back in those days, but to tell him that the first-team goalkeeper at Windsor has been injured and you're going to make your debut against Ryslip Manor, what was going through your head and in your wildest dreams – would you have imagined what was about to follow over the next 10 to 15 years? Well, let me just go back a little bit before that yep. phone call I got, because I had, you know, it all basically started uh, from a bloke called Bill Clark, who was kind of like on the local uh, kids' fo- football uh, scene. Yeah. Uh, and he basically knocked on my mother's door uh, and said, like, you know, John Parry, and I think his dad was named Tom, was running the reserve side of Windsor. Um, and would I be interested in going down just, you know, see how it goes? And of course, across the road from me lived Kevin Hill, and just around the corner from me lived John Mitchell. And just around the other side was Keith Beckett, that were all in the first team of yep. uh, Winter Long. What a so five side team, right? What well, a local five side. Side. I mean, it was great because obviously, you know, John Mitchell had four, uh, three brothers that were great footballers as well. So, um, so that's where it all kind of basically started. Uh, and I was playing quite well in reserves. I mean, it was just, you know, and then you're right. I find out um, Gary Bloom, um, bless his heart, you know, got an unfortunate injury, ruptured his knee, and come Tuesday night, uh, they don't have a goal here. So Colin Lippiet, uh kind of like rang me and said, you're in. And it was just, you know, it's what over stuff, isn't it? I mean, it's just uh, incredible. So, yeah, and I remember nil-nil, kept a clean sheet. Uh, and, and I kind of like, you know, played, I was playing really well. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it was just, you know, because we used to all play over the park. I'm sure you all do as youngsters, you know, that put the coats down. And, and it was that kind of, that kind of feeling I had. It was just, um, I mean, it's just brilliant. It was just, uh, yeah, incredible. And the rest is history, as you say. And like your first two years, I yeah. mean, that was just incredible success. Oh. You know, like won the Athenian League, League Cup, oh, first yeah. round properly FA Cup. FA Vars semi-finals, 
Red Star Belgrade. And I'll oh, dig into some of those games a bit more. But just how good was that side? Well, the crazy thing was, because obviously they played, uh, you know, the, I think it was 78, 79. They played Alton, didn't they, before me? And that yeah. had Jeff Chappell, Ross McCulloch, uh, the likes of Bobcat, and of course, the legendary uh, Mr. Chris Yates. Uh, and they came over. And I knew how good John Mitchell was. I knew how good Kevin Hill was. And I knew how good Keith Beckett was. You know, these were very talented players. Uh, and then you put in that, we got Colin Smith from Uxbridge. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary Edwards came over from, I forget where Gary came from there. Um, but anyway, uh, and then, yeah, how good a side. It was an unbelievable side. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, um, Yatesy and, and Ross McCullough, what a partnership uh, they turned out to be in the early, early days. So, uh, yeah, brilliant. Like, it was just incredible. And as you say, the success followed, didn't it? I mean, it was just, you know, the Athenian League Cup, um, the Athenian League. And don't forget, you know, we spoke about this before. We, this is kind of like, what, seven tiers down from what maybe was yeah, the top yeah, yeah. league at the time? So uh, it was, yeah, it was something special. Something special was just about the start, and it was incredible. It really was. And picking out some of those games, so Wimbledon, FA Cup, you know, first round proper. Oh, really? say, the level that we were at as a club yeah. was probably lower than what the Windsor FC is now. Mm. First oh. round proper the FA Cup. First round proper, and, and I believe we were the first. I know we got you know we got hammered on the uh, on the day kind of seventy, but we were the first team to score two goals at Plough Lane that that season. Yeah. So um, um, I mean, it was an incredible. Uh, I suppose the only thing you can compare it to, or you can compare it similar, was that Plough Lane's pitch was similar to the Windsor pitch <laughs> at the time. It was just a complete you know ball. But I, but that's how it should be. You know, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. how it should be. That's how FA Cup games should be played on. Um, so we all um, we all played. And they, the result didn't make it was the occasion. Yeah, it's obviously totally. don't like getting hammered. Yeah, but I mean, it was just, I mean, to be in the first round proper at the time from a thing in league was some, some kind of thing that was, I tell you. Red Star Belgrade. Ah, Red Star and, and just to put into perspective for people. Yeah. You know, Red Star Belgrade at that time Ooh. were arguably one of the top oh. sides in Europe. Sure. But how, did that, how did that game come about? Um, and then talk us through it, including your BBC interview. Oh, we have to, you sure the BBC interview you want to know about? I don't know. Well, I don't really know how it came about. I presume, because uh, I was on tour. I was over on tour preparing for the, the, the European Cup uh, uh, adventure. And I would imagine... Uh, you know, Sir David Hill would would have had something yeah. uh, to do with the fixture, um, uh, but uh, but it was yeah to think Red Star Belgrade playing at Stake Meadow, I mean it was just incredible, and I had a, yeah I had a well we all had a blind I mean the whole team you know I mean I lost two 0 and as you say the interview for the BBC came about because the week before. As you well know, Michael, I can see the grin on your face. Uh, you know, they obviously beat. Um, not the Forest, who were European Carlos and Peter Shilton being England's number one goalkeeper, let in four. And then the BBC said to me, you know, I'm going to ask you about, you know, England's number one. I said, let in four, and you've had a blind only let in two, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he went to go, cameras were on me, and I just froze, just completely. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'll cry out of only open rounds. I just went, blah, 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 blah. So he went cut. Anyway, three times later, he just went, mate, forget it, and just walked <laughs> off. And then Colin Smith 
indeed. But how like how nervous were you going into a game like that? Because there was no, a I mean, round of back of beating Hungerford in the quarterfinal of the. Uh, oh yeah, that was the day before, wasn't it? Yeah, the day before. I mean, uh, so we was on a high from that, and then you know, crikey, and then the thought of playing Red Star Belly. I mean, in games like that, and with the massive crowd that turned up. You just want to, you know, perform. You just want, you know, just to make yourself look a. And we played, you know, considering, say, we had a tough game the day before. Uh, but the adrenaline, you, you know, the adrenaline comes in, isn't it? You know, you get an early touch, and I think I did. I think I pulled off a bit of save in the early, you know, the first couple of minutes, and that just gives you confidence, and you just go on from there, really. So, uh, yeah, it was a, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, that's still a massive. You know, if you look back in Windsor's history, which you can have a red yeah. star, Bill Green. Oh. Not many teams are going to do that. And again, you you know, you <coughs> just reiterate the point to listeners. At the time, we were a team either lower or on a on a par with what Windsor FC are now and playing uh, as in, in uh, stature of the league, Champions League, league side. That's well, like, yeah. And never to be, you know, unfortunately, you know, you know, I don't think those kind of fixtures were will ever happen again, will they? And don't get yeah, but we'll start full first game. We won't know reserves. You know, they brought over the, they played with a full first team, so um, that makes it even a bit more special. So, uh, yeah, unbelievable, incredible, yeah, incredible ones. Now, you touched upon just now, obviously, that hunger for game in the Vars. So, that you <coughs> to the semi finals of the Vars. Well, we got the quarterfinal first one when against Gisborough. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, and that was, you know, it was a long journey up there. And we scored two, like, you know, Lance, I think, scored, uh, Lance Cadogan, um scored a good goal, and it was. You know, called offside, and that's you know, when you go into these long journeys of cut runs and you get so close, and to lose, you know, one, I'd rather lose three or four nil knowing that we were well beaten, uh, to yeah. come out rather than lose one nil and think, hold on, we should have won this game. Um, and that was a tough, and then obviously the following year, you know, that was horrible. Wickham, Wickham away, second leg was awful, absolutely, I was getting kicked. Um, yeah, I mean, the crowd was so close to the pitch, um, so abusive, you know, you know threatening of, of, you know, what we're going to do to after the pitch. And every time I went down for the ball, and we had no protection whatsoever from the referee. Uh, and that was a tough one. That was really tough. That was a long journey home that day. Because that was like 180 <clears throat> winner, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, don't get it. It's Wickham in, in, you know, in Newcastle, not Wickham just around the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, um, um, uh, yeah. And that was a long journey home that day. Yeah, yeah I, I cried my eyes out after that. That was a tough, you know, we all, and we played for long periods of only 10 men as well. So um, um, that really, really hurt. That one. Really hurt. Do you think we could have done more in the first leg at home? Yeah, well, you always, you know, you always like, to, you know, at least we went there with a draw, we, you know, we weren't losing, but you've got to win, you know, you've got to win your home games, haven't you? You've got to make it, you know, and then I wouldn't say go up there and defend the lead, but you you go there knowing that they've got to probably score two to, uh, to beat us. And um, yeah, it, I just thought it was going to be one of the days that we was going to, we were so close because it was they scored their goal next time. And I remember Bob King, it was a very low sum. You know, it's come down, it was a Saturday, it was really low. And Bob and Keith Beckett went up for the same ball and they just lost it in the sun. And uh, the geezer just felt pretty full. And he just, oh, I think it was about five, 10 minutes away from a replay. And I think we would have gone on to, got onto that um, and won yeah. that because we would have had a you know, much. Uh, 11 players in. Um, and Kevin Hill was suspended, wasn't he? He so suspended, yeah. And that was a massive, that was a massive uh, loss. You know, Kevin was, you know, because he was one of them players, Kevin, that was so quick in the ball, you know, they, they kicked soft. 
you might not be saying this, but they kept all fabbing him. You know, he was getting fouled in. Um, he, he took a lot of um, a lot of pain, <laughs> did because he was uh, he was solely missing that game, definitely. But there you go, it's history now. Now, the end of that season, um, obviously the squad broke up. You know, a lot of players went to Woking. Yeah, I know I was one of them. Um, was, was, what, t- talk us through that. But they, were, but they were the top, they were in the top league, weren't they? I mean, they, they had a lot of few of the old, um, I think Jeff, uh, was it Barrett, who was back at Fulham. Um, there was quite a few. And we done, you know, at first, because Brian took the nucleus of the whole side. Yeah, you know, I think Chris was the only one that stayed behind at the time. Uh, and... Uh, we were kind of like top of the league. We kind of like was doing unbelievable. But it just wasn't, just wasn't the same. You know, although it, the team was the nucleus the same, but just the club. Yeah. <laughs> and the chairman got involved in doing things and kind of like making comments uh, that weren't, you know, weren't good. Uh, and I decided to leave back. And lucky enough, Jeff took me back at, um, took me back to winter, which, you know, and when you came back to Windsor, yeah, obviously that was under Jeff, and you know, again, huge amounts of success, huge amount, big FA Cup runs, the biggest of which was obviously Bournemouth. Oh. Um, yeah. Talk us through that, but in particular, maybe start with Burton in the previous. Well, the Burton was. I remember Jeff going up on the. I think it was the Tuesday for, and went. I mean. He went up and saw him and he said this side. I think it was managed, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure somewhere, I'm sure it was managed by Neil Warnock. Yes, it was. It was. was. Yeah, I thought he was. Um, And they came back. I think they were playing the Northern League, you know, which was a fierce league. And um, he came back and went, my God, this team's good. Uh, And we just went up there um, thinking, well, we've got nothing to lose, haven't we? And there was a very hostile crowd. Very hostile. And it was packed. Uh, and I remember um, Kevin Hill scoring uh, a great goal, and then we were under the cost for a long, long time. I, I just say I remember Gary Woodcroft and me just laughing at each other. It was kind of like we well, was nervous, and it was kind of it just. I mean, it was hitting me on the shoulder, and it was going onto the bar. And it was going. I think in the tw- second half, I think someone said there was about twenty-five corners, which is ridiculous. Um, uh, and they just, you know, and then of course. The late superb Mr. Trevor Barron, rest his peace, um, his soul, uh, broke away and um, and scored, and it just silenced the crowd completely. Uh, and it was, you know, when that final whistle went, um, things weren't, you know, we had to get an escort off the pitch, and then we had to get a police escort out of the ground. I mean, uh, it didn't I read on there, uh, someone actually posted something on the <coughs> Twitter account um, or Facebook account. Mm. Saying how the coaches, the supporters, coaches were yeah. getting bricked. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Out. It was that hostile. Yeah, and then we we stopped off in a pub in Derby. Uh, just you know, because that's what we did in Windsor days. <laughs> um, we, uh, <laughs> uh, that's what we done. And uh, oh, I mean, that was incredible. That Burt game. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was totally. And of course, then um, you know, we get drawn against Mister Redknapp's um, Bournemouth. Uh, which was meant to be played on the Saturday, as you well know, Michael. Yeah. And um, the pitch uh, just, you know, we had heavy rain. And, of course, then days, the FA Cup draw was done on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, and I remember, I think we were number 12. I mean, once again, I might be... Uh, and then I think we were about third or fourth out there. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the uh, Manchester United. 
and that was incredible. Where were you when you heard? Where were you? Well, it's just I was. I think I was at home. Funny enough, um, because obviously the game had been cancelled, so I was just watching Grandstand, waiting, knowing that the draw was going to be made. Yeah. And then Cox, and of course my brother was he's a Manchester United supporter, uh, and it was just oh, it was crazy. Isn't it? I mean, that's the dream one, isn't it? That's the dream one. I mean. Um, yeah, big Ron Atkinson, wasn't it? And uh, I mean, Mark Hughes's play. I mean, they had a massive side, didn't they? But uh, and they were the holders, weren't they? Well, they were. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, incredible. And of course, come the Tuesday night, <coughs> and I thought we could have won that. Um, I thought, Ooh. Um, yeah. And then I, I, I thought to make a, a save in a dying death, where the ball came off the post, came into the plate, and he volleyed it. I just stuck my right hand out. Uh, and able to keep the ball out, and uh, I, you know, and I got a pat on the back from Colin Smith. Now, if you get a pat on the back from Colin Smith, you must have done something good because that's he's very, very rarely does things like that. Um, and then we went up to Dean Court, and once again, and a blind eye, did had a real good uh, match, but you know, unfortunately, we lost two 0 And as Harry says in his book, um, you know, it was harder to beat Winton Eaton than it was to beat Man United. So, um, yeah. And Harry wrote you a nice letter. As he well. wrote me an unbelievable letter congratulating me on my testimonial uh, with his Royal Highness Prince Philip. So, um, yeah, yeah, general. Yeah. And I believe John Mitchell saw him uh, last year at one of his things, uh, yeah. one of his leaks, and um, took John to one, had a chat, and remembered John from the you know the Bournemouth game and mentioned it in his in his show. Um, which is, I love yeah, it. Oh, brilliant! You know, shot man, shot man. And that wasn't the end of the FA Cup adventure because then we had Gillingham the year oh, after. Gillingham. Tony Cascarino. Your save off of Tony Cascarino. Yeah. Which listeners, it, just trust me, YouTube, Windsor and Eton versus, or sorry, Gillingham versus Windsor and Eton. Look at this save. Honestly, it's better than Gordon Banks. <laughs> oh, well, we'll get on to that. Hopefully. I don't think it's anywhere near that. But I mean, yeah, I'll let people uh, make their own decisions having looked at YouTube. <clears throat> um, yeah, because I played um, badly golf with Gary Huxley about, you know, about six months ago, and uh, and he mentioned it was on YouTube. I didn't know it was on there. Yeah. Uh, and then once I saw you as well, that uh, you mentioned it was on there, and I looked at it and went, oh, yeah, I'd like it. Yeah, I'd long in and days. Cool. Yeah, brilliant. And Tony Cassett, the winning goal, which it doesn't show, it shows the it comes off his knee. Comes, I go out, I get it, I get there, and it comes off me, hits his knee and goes in. But, um, yeah, great. That was brilliant. Um, yeah, Gillingham. Yeah, those were nice. And then the last one of the set was Torquay. Oh, don't talk to me about Torquay. No, it was, yeah. I think, oh, did we equalise in the 89th minute? Something, Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, ugh, that means we'll go down there on a Tuesday night. <laughs> 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 it was freezing, absolutely freezing. And I think Lowy got sent off quite early in the game, uh, and it was just back to the wall then. And uh, that was a that was a real long journey on the way. And that was, but uh, but I remember the, the Torquay supporters because I used to you know talk to everyone beyond my goal, uh, and they loved the first game Stag Meadow. Just you know, never been to anything like it. Right, right. US, you know, and uh, I just loved Stag Meadow, and uh, I can't say I loved. Do you think we could have won it in that first game? Oh, I, I think I think every time we played a camp game at home, I always thought we was going to, yeah, win it. I did. I, I was really confident that at home we were strong, very strong. Um, 
And it's just sad that, you know, we didn't, because, you know, big cut shots in them days, you know, little minnow sides against league sides, you know, I mean, today's football, it's not a shock, is it, if a non-league side wins? Um, It's all changed now, isn't it? You know, but uh, in them days, to beat a league side was something. Um, But we never let ourselves down in any of them. I think we performed in all the games. Um, Really did. And again, it it illustrates just how strong we were as a side then. Oh, you know, it wasn't just you know a one-off appearance in the FA Cup first. No, and the thing is, well, which we touched on before in our chats, you know, um, a lot of players played a lot of games. We didn't have big squads. Mm. You know, weren't big squads. If you you go down to the players in the eighties, you know, your Kevin Hills and John Mitchells and uh, and Ross and all that and Yancey, the amount of games they played for winter is quite. You know, you'd never get that. Today, never. And say the only difference, we just didn't have a big squad. Yeah. You know, we was kind of like, you know, we were 13 players. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is about, you know. So, um, yeah. Um, but it was a great, yeah, great, great times. Really good times. And following, I guess, following that season, there was a bit of a transitional period. John Clements came in as manager, and it's kind of like a new, a new yeah, era. Uh, yeah, because I forget, I was one of the youngsters. Uh, absolutely, because uh, I, you know, I was I was very young, and you know, the people were probably coming to a, the end of their careers. Um, uh, and then, yeah, you're right. It was a new transition. You know, the likes of Dodsey and well, Mickey Banton and um, you know, Dave Regis. Remember Dave? Big Dave Regis? Big Dave Regis. He was a big lump. He was. A, he was a, and Dave Barnett. You know, he was a... So it's a str- that's the thing. Like You do look at that squad at that time and it's some very good players. Unbelievable career. You've got to ask yourself, and I suppose many people are, you know, why Windsor? Yeah. Why Windsor? Why, why, you know, we've got Sound as a Slough, Owlsbury, uh, Wickham at the time. You know, why come and join Windsor? And I think the reason why they come and joined us is because they just felt totally comfortable. They could play the way they wanted to play. There wasn't no egos or anything like that playing for Windsor Meeting. Uh, and of course, the social side was was great, you know, was great. But you could play, you could be just totally relaxed playing. Yeah. Just, you know, there was no, it was, you know, you wasn't ex- probably ex- expected to do massively well as, as but you did because you was a good player to be able to play for Windsor and Ian. And that's what Windsor gave a lot of players, I think. And, you know, if you go back and look at the players that played for Windsor, there's some serious talent. Serious, serious. Honestly. Totally. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, you know. And the likes of your Evos and, you know, Barneys and Fergies, you know. That's some unbelievable players. So, Rejo, what a, what a boy he was, yeah. Did yeah. he go? He went on to play for South End, I think, didn't he? I mean, Dave Barnett. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, he went to Barnet, didn't he? <coughs> yeah, South End. Yeah. So, um, and Selwyn Campbell and people like that, you know. That's, that's some serious talent. And, we, and, of course, oh. and of course, we had success in that era as well, right? Sure. So, Berks and Bucks. I think we won. I think we won. Yeah, you know, Mickey Banton for Cape yeah. Town. You know, I mean, it's, what a player he was. Yeah. Really, you know, brilliant. And then, of course, you come on to the, as we used to call him, the Big Ron. Mark Woods used to call him Byron Morton. My God, that bloke went through brick walls. That incredible. And he used to do a bleak test. I don't, I don't know, I'm sure you did kind of like old army thing. And uh, I remember Byron Morton, you know, a bit like Ross McCulloch. You know, we'd do it on a Tuesday. And the idea is, I, I'm, I'm a boy with the uh, things of it, but, you know, 
to get to the bleep yeah. to the end of the thing before it bleeps. So, uh, you know, if you've got half a brain, the idea is, you know, if you do two, you know, next week you have to do three. You know, so it's just keep it nice and that's what I did. Well, by the way, you know, if we, do, if we didn't have a midweek game, we do it on a Tuesday. If you went back on a Thursday, you'd still be running. <laughs> Unbelievable. And the same with Ross McCulloch. Their fitness levels were just incredible. The thing with Byron is I think he took that <laughs> when he became manager um, early 2000s, he took yeah. that to his management. And I'm not sure the players totally appreciate a lot of the bleep tests and, uh, well, and runs down there. No doubt. Down the but I would probably say now, Mike, he's probably fitter now than after players playing. I mean, he's just oh, ridiculous. One um, one thing from that from that period under John Clements, the FA Trophy run. And uh, what, the Enfield? Yeah, and that Enfield. What was uh, Enfield come to Stag Meadow, holders <laughs> of the FA Trophy? Bought the cup, bought the yeah. cup with them. I think they thought, yeah, you can have, you know, if it, I don't have the mobile phone saying, but you can have a photograph of me because, you know, we're FA, oh, yeah, yeah. The book that was. Yeah, Paul Furlong. I made a save from him uh, in the dying, yeah. Great save from him, and um, <clears throat> they were shocked. Yeah, absolutely shocked. They they walked with the tails between their legs going out of there. I tell you, yeah, good. It's a late winner. It's a hide. You know, then the game. Oh, hide. hide. Two new up. Two new up. Dodgy yeah. penalty. Oh, oh. And then, of course, once again, going there on a Tuesday night on a plastic pitch. We all went to go and get down the local um, sports shop to get food and trainers uh, to play that night, and um, and I nearly got sacked from my job because I didn't have any annual leave left. And um, of course, in those days, um, you know, Windsor, Slough, the local football was big press in your local papers. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Slough yeah. Express, Stroke, Windsor Express was, so there was no real hiding from, but of course I went sick because next, come out of Friday, you know, Windsor, and I'm, my boss said, well, what's going on here? You went sick. I don't know. I've, I've got away with that. I don't know. But, anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> but that was another long journey on. Hide. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Now, after John Clements, Alf took over. Yep. What did Alf bring to the team? Well, I mean, discipline. Absolutely. I mean, he brought in a star. A lot of players didn't, you know, um, agree with his style of play, play, but loved his methods of training. I mean, he was a, an unbelievable um, trainer. Um, yeah, bought discipline. Uh, and of course, the, you know, we ended up wearing all club jackets and ties, and uh, we looked the parts. You know, was, when we used to go away from home and turn up these clubs, they were shh, who are these not turning up? And you guys actually loved that, though, right? <laughs> without a doubt, without any shadow of doubt. I mean, to do, yeah, we always kind of like wore ties anyway, but to wear the club jackets, and uh, we had grey slacks, white shirt with the club tie, and it was quite impressive. Balf was you know, just an incredible um, coach. And I say, people like, you know, uh, and, and, uh, blame me for saying this, you know, I think Kevin Hill was one of them that didn't like his style of football because, you know, Kev wanted to keep the ball. And But they respected Alf, you know, 100%. I think he was, you know, that was the thing. He was so uh, respected and just, just a quality bloke. I got stitched up by um, a little story. Chris Yates, um, you know, when Alf done his team talks, you know, no one did silence. You can't do nothing. But 
Uh, I don't know if you've been in the winter's change. I'm sure you have. Um, well, Yatesy was always in the far corner from me. And Alf was always standing just in front of me. So he couldn't see me until, unless he turned to go to the wall. And I used to pull faces at Kushak because I could see his stroke face. And he, you could just, he was just, I was really putting putting me ears and fat. And he was, you could see the pain in his face trying not to laugh. Anyway, this went on for quite a while. <clears throat> and then one day, I started doing it again. Uh, and he was, and he just turned around to me, Alf, and went, what the hell are you playing at? And I caught me red-handed just <laughs> to try it. Uh, but then he started laughing. Uh, and it was brilliant. It was really good. But Yatesy, yeah, because he grasped on me. Freaking told him that's what I was doing. But, um, yeah, I absolutely pooed myself. Uh, I thought, jeez. But, um, yeah. I love it. I say, he took it in, uh, in all good fun. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. But he was great, Alf. Really good. Okay, so 1990, you had your royal testimonial. Oh. I mean, there's, I don't think anybody in football can say that they've genuinely had a royal no, testimonial. I, yeah, I was told um, uh, unofficially that it's not just you know, a British uh, record, but it might even be a world record because you know people just never heard of it. Um, but yeah, that day was just. Uh, when did you first find out that you were going to well, get Michael Bordy, uh, I was going to, it was John Clements because I had one um, against um, Watford. Watford, uh, but it was uh, I think there was a big international game on, and yeah, uh, I was saying it was on, and you know, uh, I just don't think people turned up. Didn't want to really, but there you go. That's story. Uh, of course, Dave James was in goal for 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 Watford. Yeah. Uh, at the time, so um, and then uh, John Clements came and said to me that they're going to um. Uh, give you another inf- yeah, with his well harness pinch for it, but wasn't allowed to for security reasons, weren't allowed to advertise it. But uh, Claire Middleton, I don't know if you remember Claire, she was the um sports reporter for the Observer, yeah. And she used to be a Bampton player, where my brother and unfortunately uh just got chatting, of course, on a social night. Uh, <laughs> and he said it, but of course, then it hit the papers, and it was in it was in doubt. For quite oh, a really? while, yeah, it was, yeah, because of purely for the security reasons. Um, but yeah, and of course, when they turned up playing as Wimbledon, uh, they uh, didn't know because I think they, Bobby Gould was a manager, but he could didn't make it. So it was Ray Hartford, I think. Yes, yeah. of course, they all jumped in the um, stacking hands uh, and <laughs> come over three parts, uh, you know, worse for wear. And then um, I remember Keith Curl. I would just go, and he came out of the change and saw the military band going up and down. I thought, blimey, mate, yeah, yeah. who kind of looked at me? I said, well, it's not for me. I said, it's, well, it, it's, um, he's one of the pinch friends here. Well, the, the shock on their faces, and John Fashion, who kind of like got a little bit of the ump with his players, you know, take this seriously because don't make yourself look a, uh, and it was quite, because they brought a full first team down, and um, yeah, well, incredible. And he was brilliant. <laughs> Royal Highness, because you have the etiquette, then you know, meant to say as well. But he came out and went, Hello, Mitch. Uh, hello, hello, Phil. No, he wasn't like that. But yeah, he called me Mitch and was incredible. Yeah, he was fine. Of course, um, as you say, um, he presented me with this lovely silver cell, which sits in prime position in my front room. Uh, and it wasn't until we all got home, uh, that we realized that, uh, Winter and Eaton had been, well, the Eaton side of it had been spelt E-A-T-O-N. Uh, incredible. And it's a mapping and web thing. 
so, oh, dear me. And <laughs> the story on from that, I never get this is quite embarrassing, but anyway. Um, we tried to go to local jewelers and all that uh, to get it fixed. Yeah. So the idea was you had to go back to Mapping and Web in Regent Street. So uh, that day, I remember going there. I had a pen with me and my kids were, and we looked like the Charter family. Honestly, it was pouring down rain. I had this um, dear door coat on. And we got to the door and there was a kind of a bounce on the door. Oh, my God. And I had the Map and Web box, but it was in, a, I think, an Asda bag just to protect it. And he thought, you ain't coming here, mate. And I thought, oh, what do we do here? Because it was embarrassing. We were soaking wet. We, honestly, we looked awful. And it was terrible. Anyway, I took it out of the bag and suddenly opened the door for us. And then we walked in and we was the only people in there other than about five or six uh, staff. And they looked at us to think, oh, what are you doing in here? And then we showed them what you know, we had or what I had. Well, next thing, we were boy. Come and take the seat here, blah, 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 and we can't have this, and giant tea, we all that. Kids, what do you want? You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he kept on going on about what he's going to do to the job. We do so sorry. We apologize. This, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, can't have this. So um, I kind of thought, well, blah, how much is this going to cost me? And he went, cost you, sir. This is hard problem. And they hand delivered it back to me. Um, Fair we, play. Uh, yeah, they. Brilliant, incredible. So uh, it sits proudly in my uh, in my front room, absolutely. With a great word from Sir David Hillwood as well, which is um, which is really nice. Yeah. So yeah, incredible. Once again, great. I mean, like you can say David Royal a testimony. You're right. Uh, we drew two all. I think mean, Dodgy got a kind of goal, don't they? Yes, he was. And yeah. that's the thing. We drew the game two all. Yeah, we game, got, yeah, we well, played yeah. really well in that game. Ooh. And as you say, the names you just you know even just listed from that Wimbledon, right? Yeah, huh? John Fashionu. ก็แฟนเทวีเฟลเลนเทวีเฟลเลนแต่วันนั้นเวนท์ไปฟอร์ทอตเทนจอมสเกลส์จอมสเกลส์นอร์ดแฮนด์ไซเกอร์ส์ว
they were dead right about the home game. Uh, sad, the, res- the, the replay, it was down to me that we lost that game. It was completely all down to me mm-hmm. because we were 2 0, and, and the corner came over, and I completely missed it. And they went 3 2 up. Uh, no, turn around, they, they equalised them. They got back to two, I think. And momentum took them over the line, really. Um, yeah, it they was were a good side. Though. They, they were a good side, but the first, uh, I totally agree. We would, I think, if it hadn't, the fog hadn't come down. Um, we would have we would have gone to win that game, but um, the replay was definitely down the line. Yeah, that's why we lost the game. <clears throat> that's a shame. But the Merthyr game, I don't. I remember yeah, um, Hutchinson playing for them. I remember yeah. him, Tommy Hutchinson, uh, yeah. and they were big because they. I remember going there one season as well. Me and Morgan Evans went up on a Friday night uh, to play Merthyr. It must have been in a trophy game or some sort. It must have yes, been. I think we did. And their pitch, play. their pitch had just been revamped because they were in the Cup Winners' Cup. I think they yes. played Sampdoria, <laughs> uh, and the, the ground had been uh, revamped, and we done them, done them one nil. Yeah, Mirtha. Yeah, a great pitch. Yeah, I remember that being a real nice stadium. I don't know it's like these days, but uh, yeah. Now, later that season, um, you had that. You obviously you played. Your 323 games on the trip, yes. right? Massive. I mean, yeah. it's unheard of, right? Hendon yeah. um, away. Well, Uchi Egby. Yeah. Yeah. You've, uh, I was doing all right until you just mentioned that game. Yeah, um, yeah it came through. I remember it, you know, uh, and he just two-footed me on my leg. Uh, and I tried to play on. I mean, it was, well, I'm sorry, I tried to um, Yeah, horrible. Um and he got sent off for it, and rightly so. Uh, and that was a that was a tough time for me because we just had um, uh, my daughter just been born, uh, and of course it was a horrible time. Um, I'd never been, you know, I never. I was very fortunate with injury. I think that was the only real bad injury I had. Um, uh, yeah, three hundred twenty-three games, and then he goes and does that. And it was it was a right it was a fun fight. Normally, yes, I, I mean, I remember that tackle. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was yeah, one of them. So, um, but so yeah, but yeah, I got back and you know, I remember going to Wetson Park and they were incredible. And I think I was back. I you back. were at the game on the Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, I, I was. I remember because uh, Framey went in goal, didn't he? And, you know, I got a little bit about Framey. You know, bless him. Um, what a keeper he was, but you know, um, he was always kind of on the sidelines because I just um, was playing. But he was a good keeper. Great keeper, ball frame. Never really got the recognition he deserved, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, and as you say, sadly, not for you, but for him, obviously, mm. because of 323 mm. games, any yeah, backup right. keeper, you, you've yeah. got to feel sorry for. Yeah, I do, but he's a lovely fellow as well. You know, real nice. You know, he's a you know, goalkeeper's union, mate. Yeah, top line. Top line. The following year was when, obviously, the money, um, you know, the club <laughs> out of business. Mm-hmm. You had to make that really difficult decision. Oh, we, we, we've spoken about this a lot and just how yeah. difficult a decision that was. It was awful. Um, you know, to, to to move on. I won't, you know, kind of go into crazy amount of time on that, but I guess like how difficult a decision was that? And then I guess as a follow-up to that, years later, under Alan Davis, you got that opportunity to to come back for come a couple back. of games. That's right. Was that, well, again, what was that like, just to be able to have that opportunity to even just well, to play I mean, obviously, game. it was very, you know, leaving the club, yeah, I mean, that was, it was just bizarre. 
I mean, it was just incredible. And it was a real tough time for me at the time. Really was a tough decision. Um, uh, but going back to, you know, Alan, because Trevor, I think Trevor Bonnet was in goal for the time. Yeah, he was. He was injured, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and I remember um, it, it started by Big Ron. I think Big Ron was, was Byron his assistant, or was he at Alan Davis? Byron was, uh, Byron was his assistant. Yeah. Right. Well, he came to, I was, because Tuesday nights was my squash night. I can't remember tired. And I remember Big Ron um, coming to me, he says, Mitch, you got to come play for Wednesday on on Tuesday. And I said, Byron. I said, you're joking. I said, I've, I've retired. I can't just don't do it. I haven't played for years, blah, blah. I said, you got it. He said, uh, you know, about money. I said, oh, it's not about money. I don't do so. I just don't play anymore. And he says, you've got to play. We've got no one else. Here. I said, where are you playing? He said, well, we're playing Reading in the Majestic Stadium. I said, what time are you picking me up? <laughs> <laughs> I went there um, and I remember that um, um, I was having a blinder until, I mean, I'm sure people will remind you. Remember the goal, the big massive loop? Yeah, that was kicked up in the air, and I was keeping my and my back. I'd had a back problem anyway, and I just felt this twinge in my back, uh, and I just fell on the floor. And the ball went straight in the back of the I mean, that's awful. But unfortunately, it was due to um, uh, to a bit of a. And then I ended up having a back surgery. So uh, earlier, but the ones are going back with Alan Davis. I played quite. Yeah, but I think I played three games. I think I think. Yeah. Before going. Yeah, it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, Alan. He was a good and lad. that just made you feel like, I don't know, you've just come full circle? In a yeah, way. it did, really. I mean, it was the, the thing is, when you haven't played for a long time, uh, you know, I mean, I'd say I hadn't played. I, I'd been, been a couple of years. You just don't make myself look an idiot. Because um, <laughs> people always remember, remember you for maybe winning better times. Uh, but I think I don't know what. I don't know what. Yeah. A, few, a few final questions. Really? Um, what... What to you made the club so special? When you look back, what made Windsor and Eaton so <coughs> special? I think, from my point of view, um, the atmosphere of walking into the ground, um, the closeness we had with the supporters, yeah, that made it incredibly special. Um, they went everywhere with us, you know, home and away. Um, but it was just, I think, you, <clears throat> you know, it was just, the, the able to feel just at home. It just felt relaxed and felt, you know, and with the players, they say no egos. No, and if they did have one, you get slaughtered. The likes of, you know, them days, Bob King or someone like or John would slaughter you. And of course, if, if you had an ego with Evo, well, that was, you know, just got hammered. I mean, um, but Barney, you know, like Mickey Barnes was a pro at Reading. Jerry Williams pros at Reading. Played loads of games for them. Fulham as well. But they loved their time at Windsor. I think we just were one big family and it was just incredible. And it would never, you know, sadly it's, it's gone, but with your book, the memories are still there. And I think the book says it all really. I think if you go, what players, the comments that were made, yeah. I think that says it all. Uh, yeah. Incredible. And sad in one way, sad it's not there anymore, but I'm glad I was part of something that the history, you know, yeah. and I was part of that. A uh, massive I'm very part proud of it, and I'm very proud of it. A massive part of it. Now, one story you mentioned in the in your forward, which you got to touch upon, because I thought it was absolutely brilliant, was your wedding. Oh, incredible! Your wedding, yes. your honeymoon. Yeah, the lots, the honeymoon. Uh, we had the honeymoon uh, two years ago. I think we married thirty four years. <laughs> um, 
criminal. Yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, we were due to get married the following year in June, but um, uh, Penny fell with my son, Jake. Uh, and our parents, being old-fashioned, said, look, you need to get married before the baby is born. Well, it was you know, during the football season. Don't get married during the football season, do you? Um, so I said uh, it, it was no way that uh, I could miss a game on a Saturday. It just, you know, just wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and so we decided to get married on a Friday. Uh, and it was incredible. You know, we, um, it, was, it was at Stag Meadow, uh, the reception, and um, all the team turned up. And, uh, of course, the honeymoon uh, really was Bishop still for the while and got hammered. And what made it worse is that someone told the Tenai bloke before the game that we I'd got married. And of course, you've got to imagine a stick I've got beyond my goal. Um, it was just, oh, I got hammered. Yeah, but there you go. It was, uh, yeah, incredible. Finally, I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. Oh, yeah, right. me. Five quick fire questions. Right. Best manager you played under oh. at Windsor? Oh, that's a tough one. I've got to go with um, Alfie Cole. Best save? Oh, I'd say the probably the important save was the game against Burnham in my first year that we won the league. I was... Uh, you know, I made a one-on-one side and we went on to win the game, uh, one nil, win the league that year. So that one, and of course the one maybe the ball of, uh, and I'm lucky I've got Tony Cascarino. I can, um, Jimmy. <laughs> Best striker played against? Oh, gee, probably, you know, there's a few. Juby Bolton of... Um, Carl Shorten? Carl yeah. Shorten. Very, you know, only a little half pint, but what a great, you know, and... Evo, and he's, he's right, actually, he did ping one in for Wokenham. I mean, it was a tapping, really, but as over the years, it's got, you know, it's gone out of 30 yards now, isn't it? I mean, interview him again, it'd be 40 yards. Now, to be honest with you, it was a 30 yards, and it top right-hand corner. Um, Evo was hard, yeah. I'm glad I played majority games with him then rather than against him. So, yeah. uh, best player played with? Oh, Michael, that is incredibly hard to answer for me. I, I told, I said they were quick fighting, so they were. <coughs> uh, yeah, and that's oh, yeah, that's incredible. You know, I've been fortunate to play with so many great players. Um, oh, can I sit on the fence on that one, or you want an answer? Want an yes. answer, my friend? Ah, uh, what are? Forgive me, all the other players, because there's been so many. But I don't think I've seen anyone like Chris Young before. Yeah, that's, that's a good answer. A, I think that's a good answer. And of all of those FA Cup games, what's yes, your favourite? Well, uh, the, the Burton game was incredible, but I've, you know, the Bournemouth, you know, the two games, I, I, you know, I think that was incredible. Um, you know, all the others were just all special. But uh, one before we go, before let me just mention someone that I'm sure you're going to interview at some time. I've got to mention someone like Mr. Mark Woods. I think, yep. um, you know, the Gator was uh, an incredible leader. Such a brave player, uh, an incredible human being, uh, uh, and he, you know, he played a lot of games for Windsor, and he's another one that uh, he's up there. He's definitely up there. Yeah, very much. And do you know what? What I think about Woodsy um, is, and I, again, I put it in the book. I don't. He was a true captain, and oh. I don't. 
I genuinely, if I look at particularly non-league football now, yeah. and actually even at professional level, yeah. I don't think true captains really exist anymore. No, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. No, Woodsy was incredible and, and incredibly brave as well. He's, uh, I remember going to Bogner, got his nose absolutely splattered all over the place. Did he go off? No, just played off. Yeah. yeah he was a real trooper, that boy. Yeah, good lad. And I'm hope, I understand that he's... Uh, Going to be at the book launching as well, so uh, he will be. Yeah, he's coming on. Uh, be great to see, him. and like all the rest of them, will be great to see him. Yeah, Mitch, brilliant. thank you very much, Michael. Really the pleasure is all mine. I mean, um, it's just been an absolute joy, and you know, you, someone should interview you. And if it's, if you want to be interviewed, let me do it because what you've done <laughs> for the memory of all of us is really special. I mean, you know, the book is incredible. Sure. Uh, and if there's, you know, well, he should come down and maybe come and see you, and I think they you should. Be knighted, my dear boy. Oh, bless you. Honestly, what you've done with this is is quite quite unique. It's a, it's a brilliant read. And uh, thank you again. No, thanks, mate. Really appreciated. And to the listeners, thank you very much for listening once again. Um, and we'll be back in a few weeks with our with our next guest. <laughs>